Welcome to the Collector's Quest Podcast. This is a microcast. It goes for less than 15 minutes and talks about one topic real quick. Stay tuned. Alright, welcome back to the Collector's Quest Podcast. This is microcast number 5, and today we are talking DS collecting. Now, I'm not going super deep on this, obviously, because it's a microcast, but I have been collecting for DS, and I know I've hit some hurdles, and I've had people messaging me about it. Like, oh, I saw you were collecting DS, what can you tell me? So, I, I'm going to do it here. I'm going to answer all those questions. So, let's, let's get the, the worst part about collecting for the DS over right away. Right away, just, we should talk about this first. Pirate Games. Oh my god, pirate games, guys. It's a problem. It's such a problem. <sighs> okay, so the first thing you can do to combat buying pirate games, because it is very hard to tell them apart from regular games, I can tell you a little bit about how to do that. But the best thing to do is, number one, buy CIB. Don't buy loose carts. A lot of loose carts are just probably fake. You have to be able to check the serial number on the front of the game. Uh, you'll see it, and then there's a series in there, the second series after the first dash. That serial number should match what's printed on the back of the game. If that doesn't match, it's a fake. If you can easily pry the game apart, it's a fake. If the TM is kind of fady, if the font is bad, if the sticker is bad, it's probably a fake. If there's no, uh, If there's no code on the chip in the back, it's probably a fake. If the game rattles a little bit, could be a fake. Doesn't mean it is, but it could be because I've had a few that rattle. If you put it in your 3DS and it doesn't play, it's a fake. Even if it does play, make sure you put it into sleep mode with the game on and see if the 3DS goes into sleep mode. Also, DSIs. A lot of fakes fail in DSIs, so I find that a good way to check that out. So that's the big problem. China is just killing it on the carts. It's super hard to tell. I've seen a bunch of fakes. I know people have them and they have no idea. I'm sure I probably have one or two that I missed. So just be very aware. That's the first thing. And this is especially true on your Marios, your Pokemons, anything that's relatively popular and, you know, kind of expensive. If, if it's in that cross-section of popular and kind of expensive, like over $20, good chance it's going to be fake. If you're buying on eBay, be careful. But if it comes from China, probably avoid. If the seller has like 30 copies and it's like card only, probably avoid. Because why would they have that many copies of, say, uh, Pokemon White or whatever? Why would they? Unless they got them at like a bulk deal, probably from China, where they produce these fakes. So that's out of the way. Collecting for the DS is a fun and rewarding thing. However, there's more to it than just pirates. You should know that you're in for a long haul. This system has a lot of games. And the list for these games, there's not a great list. If you go over to a commonly used resource, say Nintendo Age, and you look, they'll tell you there's like 1,600 games in their database. But if you dig deeper and you talk to people who collect, they'll tell you there's over 1,700. I've heard there's 1,720. I've heard there's 1,740. You know, I've heard as much as as 18 but I don't know that's the kind of the problem 
And there's not to say that people haven't missed them. That's relatively a new system. So knowing exactly what you're collecting, what the list is, you're on sketchy ground. Also collecting for it, if you were doing a set, it's huge. I mean, we just said the number. It's over 1,700. That's a lot of games. And I, I did a quick breakdown just so you would know. If someone was, you know, crazy enough to go for a set, not me, even me, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I'll just collect the cool titles that I like. Um, there's, if you're like looking for prices, there's about 700 of them that are in the $5 range, you know, five or under. So that's, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty good chunk of the library that you can get for under $5. And then from 5 to $10, there's about 600 games. So till not, not too expensive, but you know, still not great. And then in the $200 or the $15 range, there's about 200, right? So 140 games in the $25 range, that 15 to 25. In the 25 to 50 range, there's about 57 games. And here's the good news. At the very top end of the system, there's not that many games that crack that $75 and $100 barrier. So that 50 to 75 marker, there's only about 15 to 17, but that, that number is climbing. And over 100, there's only about seven games. So that's the good news. You know, good news is the lows are pretty low and the highs aren't that high. The bad news is there's a ton of them. If you, if you were looking to CIB this set and you weren't getting any deals and you were paying roughly market price, you're, you're looking at like a $20,000 haul. So that's something to be very aware of. Uh, this system is, is great for collecting if you are just pulling apart uh, some of the best games and, and going for that. If you're going for a whole library, it gets a lot mushier. But let's talk about the library as a whole. This is a great system to have because the library caters to everybody. There, every type of game you could want to play is available on this portable. If you're looking at, say, something like the Vita, like the Vita is a great console, but I feel like the games, especially as the console ages, there's not that many types of games. The library is much smaller, so obviously that limits some, some of it. But also I feel like you get kind of caught in a rut. Or if you want the RPGs, there's only like a specific type of JRPG that's on that system. On the DS, you, you have everything. You have platformers, puzzle games, you know, mystery games, point-click adventures, shmups, RPGs, platforms. You got it all. I, I know I just repeated things. But the point is... You have a lot of options to play. You could do anything. You can pick a niche that you like or two. Even Survival Horror, there's some really good ones. Uh, Dementium 2, the port of Resident Evil is really great on this. You have stuff that you can pick and play. So, anything you want. Uh, you should know that there are very popular publishers on this that uh, we were talking about the prices earlier that kind of drive some of these. You got to watch out for XE Games atlas there's a ton of atlas games on that and people love atlas games so highly collectible uh, natsumi is on here and then you know you have just your konami games that tend to fetch a lot so that's that's a thing to to be aware of and you also have some capcom stuff even though those publishers aren't the prominent the way they were on the nintendo or the super nintendo they still have games and franchises that you get a lot of interest in um you have your Pokemons, you have your Marios, you have all the RPGs. And the problem with this is those kinds of games, uh, they're very collectible one. People keep them so the prices stay high. And even if they aren't rare, 
They're just desired, so it drives the price up. Pokemon games are pretty much dirt common, but they're still super expensive just because the demand is there. Same with all the Mario games. This is a Nintendo system, so all the pitfalls and trappings of collecting for Nintendo are alive and well on this DS, this revolutionary little flip console. You know, if you're talking just about the hardware, there's several iterations of it. You can play your DS games uh, backwards, compatible on some of the 3DSs, so that's awesome. But if you're just talking about DSs, there's the DS, the DS Lite, the DS XLs. You've got a lot of things to choose from, and you have a lot of cool systems you can pick. There's lots of colors, special editions. If you're someone who collects consoles, I mean, that you can get, you can go deep on this, especially if you get into the foreign stuff. Lots of cool stuff out there. Lots of, lots of like Club Nintendo stuff too you can get. So they were doing lots of different things with the DS. So you can get, you can get pretty deep on that. And accessories, I mean, ugh, let's talk about the accessories for a second. There's so many garbage accessories for this system. I highly recommend not trying to pick that up. You'll be buying stylus packs till the end of your days or just DS case armors. Just ignore that. How many different DS cases? Oh yeah, you got a Darth Vader head one and this one, this this game came with one. Like I've got a Transformers one. There's so much and there's so many weird packings that people just try to tie everything into. Just kind of avoid that. Pick like a couple you like if you need that stuff and then avoid the rest. Shovelware is rampant on the system. So that's a bad news, but what's what's good news to you real quick? There's not a million sports games on this. There's a lot of weird games on it. If you need a game where you pop a bubble, you know, or smash a gem, this is the system for you. But if you want like 47 versions of of Madden or FIFA, this is not for you. So that's kind of weird. Uh there are some, you know, first-person shooters, but not a ton of those. There's, those are kind of limited. But the shovelware is real, okay? Activision, Ubisoft, I am looking at you guys. Trash, trash, trash. All over the DS. Careful there. The last thing I want to throw at you, I was asked very specifically, what are the best games to collect for the DS? I've kind of gone over how you can play in any genre that you want to. So there is no best games for the DS. If you want a list like that, you can Google it. IGN will tell you. Any site will tell you what they say the best games are. But I can confidently say this thing has so many games and it hits so many genres. And it's not just like, oh, it's got some RPGs. It's got RPGs of every time you type you want. You want strategy RPGs. You want JRPGs. You want Western RPGs. You can kind of get any of your RPG fix. Classic. You can, you can play a lot of the original Dragon Quest games. You can play Final Fantasy games. I'm telling you, this is, this is like a sweet spot specifically for RPG collectors. It's one of the best systems for RPGs. Like this and the PSP are kind of uh, the new wave there. Even the GBA had a bunch. Whereas console gaming kind of shied away from it. These portable systems have really picked up the slack. Shmups, you got a ton there. Puzzle games, a ton. So there's not a definitive list. I will tell you one beef I have with it. You're just not going to find a great Metroid game. I love Metroid Pinball. I'm not super in love with Metroid Prime Hunters, but I, I even played through that. But there's no great Metroid, but what they do have is three great Castlevania games you can find on here, which is a big bonus. I mean, it's, that's amazing. Sad about Metroid, pumped about 2D Castlevania games. Just go with wherever you want to be. Have such a large library. It goes so deep. You've got all the Mario games. You can do anything you want here. So I don't want to come out and say, here's what you should play, because it, this would just be a list strictly catered to my taste. 
but go out and explore because there's a lot of weird titles that you wouldn't think about here. There's lots of things to discover. With a library this big, if you start trolling through it, you're going to find stuff that surprises and delights you. You're going you're gonna to see some awesome cover art, some terrible cover art. You know, you're going to find series you didn't know were series. And the other great thing about this system is the fact that it touches on so many different big series of games. You like this series of games that typically on the PlayStation, you might find a DS version over here. Lots of series that just somehow wound up here in this weird melting pot of games. Check out the DS. Tell me what you guys think. Tell me what you're looking at. If you find some hidden gems, if you think I have a definitive list of stuff you should be collecting, then hey, let me know. I'm, I'm always curious about that. Like I said, I don't think I'm going for this. Ed. It's, a, it's a rather large beast to tackle. But I think it would be fun and rewarding for anybody who tried. Uh, and I would love to see that. If you could uh, you know, struggle through that many games, you would have uh, my respect. Hopefully you would do that because you wanted to, not because you're trying to impress anybody, though. Be aware that Atlas is a real thing on this system. So many good Atlas games here. And, you know, that means, one, they're collectible, two, they're money. So keep your eyes out. One last cautionary note about collecting for the DS. There is a lot of, I mean, shovelware, which we've talked about, but a lot of it comes in weirdly sized packaging, weird big boxes, special editions. Like the Atlas special editions are pretty compact. Not such a big deal. Fit mostly on a shelf. But you have things like uh, Babysitting Mama. And I, I forget the name of the dog one, but it comes with like a robot dog. You've got some weird packaging size. Most of them have the case and pull out and put on your shelf. But some of them do not. Be aware that in this system, there is weird garbage. Like bulk stuff. And I mean bulk as in bulky. Takes up a lot of space. Something to think about. It can eat up a lot of room if you're trying to keep everything in the original box. Alright everybody. Good night.